Hello, and welcome to Pause and Listen, the brand new podcast from Pause, a national charity working with women who've experienced or at risk of having children removed from their care. I'm Claire Laxton, Director of Communications and Influencing at Pause, and will be your host for this episode. In the podcast's first ever episode, we're going to be talking to a woman who's worked with Pause and her Pause practitioner to hear more about her experiences and the difference Pause made. Before we dive into this episode of the podcast, I wanted to talk a bit about Pause, who we are, and our story so far. Pause was founded by two colleagues in Hackney, Sophie Humphreys and Georgina Perry. They worked with women who were facing many challenges and trauma in their lives and experiencing the removal of their children multiple times. So turning back to this episode, I'm really pleased to be joined by Beth, a woman who's had support from Pause. Hi, Beth. Hello. And I'm also joined by Felicia, Beth's pause practitioner. Hi, Felicia. Hi, Claire. Beth, I'm going to start with you. Can you tell us a bit about your experiences, which led you to work with pause, and how domestic abuse impacted on you and your children? I've started working with pause because obviously I lost my children because of domestic violence. Um, I had a traumatic background when I was a child. Certain things led up to being in a domestic violence relationship because the history of my mum, she was in a domestic violence relationship with my dad and it just went round in circles basically. When you've gone through that as a child, you think sometimes you think it's like the norm. When I got pregnant with my oldest child, my ex-boyfriend pushed me downstairs and that's when it all started. Um, When I got with my ex-partner, it was all all right for a few months and everything. And then it just just crumbled. It just went to rubbish. And um, it's very hard to get out of that situation when you love that person or when you crave the family it's very hard Mm. to notice the signs when you've been through trauma and witnessed certain things you just think it's like normal to be around and you say to yourself I don't want that on my child but sometimes it don't always work out like that also as well like losing my kids was the worst feeling ever in my life it was very traumatic for me um it made my mental health go really bad self-harming suicide thoughts it literally crushed me it was like someone just ripped something out of you and it was very hard for me to deal with the way I kind of dealt with losing my kids was I got a dog and she helps me with my support my mental health I know she's a dog but it does make you feel better does that make sense yeah totally uh, I think my dog's just heard your dog and he's like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> but yeah, I completely understand that. And I really appreciate you sharing um, your experiences, which have obviously been really traumatic and have brought you to pause. Can I talk to you a bit about when you first started working with pause? What sort of things did you do with your practitioner and how did you first start working with pause? I first started working with pause when I got referred by another professional that I was speaking to. As soon as I got there, I was welcomed with open arms. I met my pause worker, Phoenicia. Uh, she was very supportive. But at first, I was a bit 
wary about speaking to her. My whole of my life, I've had social service, in and out foster placement, mother and baby foster placement. You find it hard to trust certain people because of it. It took me a long time to trust Tanisha and actually open up about the domestic violence and about the trauma that I had in my past. But once I got past that, and I knew she weren't gonna go running back and telling social service or whatever, I started to trust her. She helped me a lot. She gave me advice and we went horse riding. She helped me with court when I had to go to court for domestic violence. Um, and she supported me on that. We went to art classes, we, we had meals. And then because I started with poetry classes and I'm very creative in my words and writing, I woke up one morning and I thought, I'm gonna write a story. And I did. It all led to me writing the story because I read a book about a child that suffered physical abuse by a family member. I thought, I want to write a life story book and what I went through. I rang up Phoenicia. I went, I think I've got something for pause that might help other young people that were in my situation. She said that was a good idea. And obviously that's where we are now. Felicia, let me bring you in here. Can you talk about when you first met Beth and, and how you started working together? So when I first met Beth, she was in the middle of an eviction that was happening. That was a result of domestic violence. We spoke and I helped her in that first two weeks to try and stop the eviction. And from there, we started to build a relationship. And like Beth said, in the beginning, it took quite a long time for us to build up that trust and rapport but once we started to build up that rapport we were able to start working together and I explained to Beth all about PAWS program and it being an 18 month project and Beth really wanted to take part in it and that's how we first began that journey of the 18 months working together which people may feel is quite a long period in terms of a professional relationship but in terms of pause, the time goes so quickly. Thanks so much, Felicia. Beth, coming back to you, thinking about what you've done on the pause programme and working with Felicia, what difference do you think pause has made to your life? It's made a, a lot of difference. Before I started pause, I had no confidence. I felt lonely. I felt that I, I wasn't going to be able to do anything. And then when I got on pause, I got my confidence back with the help of uh, my pause worker. I started to build myself up again and get all the information that I had about domestic violence and how to handle situations. If I was ever in that situation again, when you've gone on pause, you get the confidence to say, yeah, I went through it. Instead of like denying, oh yeah, I, I didn't go through it or that person was only being supportive or protective over me or looking out for me, it weren't the case. It, you have to come to reality and say, look, I was in a domestic violence relationship. That wasn't a healthy relationship. Um, we need to try and find positive relationship to help your mental health and to help you overcome your issues. Did you feel like because you were talking to other women on 
pause and pause practitioners that they weren't judging you and you could talk yeah. about things when you speak to people that haven't gone through it it does feel like that person's judging you and looking down on you and family and friends don't understand because they've not gone through it it was very difficult because I was on my own I was being tracked by my ex-partner where are you what are you doing how long are you going to be sometimes I had to put the phone onto my pause worker when we was just going out for a meal like just to prove that I weren't with nobody people like that that does the domestic violence are very paranoid soon as I came back to the house it was an argument sometimes I had to leave the meetings with my pause worker or the groups I had to leave early because I was worried about the consequences if I didn't come home I overcome that with obviously the help of pause and it's made me stronger it makes it a whole lot easier Thank you so much for talking us through, Beth. It's important to hear the difference that having that support has made to you and how it's made you feel stronger and do more of your writing. Felicia, I'm going to bring you in again here. And Beth talked a lot about some of the group work and poetry work that you did together. What other work did you do together to help Beth achieve her goals? Yeah, so... Like Beth previously explained, it it was hard in the beginning for her to trust other professionals. So a key part of our work is to build that relationship, is to have a secure base and a foundation where Beth was able to explore some of the trauma that she suffered in the past. And that took a long time to build that. And from building that space with Beth and then helping her to explore practical challenges that were in front of her in terms of finances, in terms of being evicted from her home. Because once the children are removed, you can be under-occupying and that can really lead to you not being able to afford your rent. So we supported her to deal with all of the practical challenges referring her to get mental health support as well as creating a space where she could then begin to look at some of the emotional challenges that were presenting for her. And one of the things was having a space, creating a space where she was actually able to talk about the loss of her children because there's so much stigma attached to it. Um, you can feel so isolated and especially once your children are removed you may lose lots of professional support that you may have previously had so a lot of our work focused around the loss and the grief of the children and what that means and how we can support her to build her self-esteem and confidence how we can support and help her to have internal shifts within her world and that's what pause does it tries to create those internal shifts in, in people's world where a lot of work happens outside of ourselves and created a space where beth was able to reflect and explore and try to find new ways to respond to the challenges in her life a lot of our work was focused around the domestic violence and what a positive relationship is and what a toxic relationship is 
a lot of people just think of it as the physical harm and being able to see the bruises, but it's the coercive control and the emotional harm really can take away all of your confidence, can really paralyze you from being able to move, to be able to think about yourself. And so a lot of our work with Beth was around safety planning and creating a space where she could start to understand that voice that speaks down to you from your partner. That's just his view. Being able to reframe and reshape that for Beth and focus on her talents and what she would love to achieve. And so that's why she did like poetry course. She worked um, with the National Theatre as well, helping to shape a play about mums that have had their children removed. So just incrementally building confidence and planting seeds to help her grow and grow out of that relationship. Thanks so much, Felicia. And I like the way you talked about helping people grow through pause. I think that's really important and really recognising that element of coercive control in domestic abuse. I'm pleased that people are starting to get support for it. And Felicia, for, for any women listening to the podcast who might have had their children removed from their care, what one thing would you say to them? No one that hasn't been through that could possibly know what you've been through and often once your child's been removed you're left in a space where you lose connection with services you can end up losing your home because the number of people in the home have reduced and you can be left feeling really isolated and stigmatised. It's a grieving process that you're going through and they acknowledge the trauma that it brings and the emotional toil that it has on you on a daily basis. And I would say to them, you may have had experiences working with professionals in the past that you haven't found favourable, but I would say if you do get a pause practitioner knocking on your door repeatedly over and over, which we, we sometimes do and when we're trying to initially engage you. Invite them in and talk to them. Have that initial conversation because we are led by you along with trying to help and support you in all the areas of your life. Thank you so much, Felicia. And Beth. I'm going to finish by asking you about something you talk about in your writing, which is your hopes and aspirations for the future. I've done so well. I've overcome a lot of issues and I've got my confidence back. I've got a supportive partner that supports me, left, right and centre. He's amazing. Phoenicia has helped me see what's a positive relationship and what's a negative relationship. And I'm better off now because she's helped me move. I'm away from all the negative people, away from the drama. I'm away from my domestic violence ex-partner. And what I want for the future is to be a mum. Life is not full of roses. You can't just get what you want because you want it. You have to work at it. And you've got to make an effort and change life around you. I had history with drugs. I had really bad mental health. I was self-harming. But it will get better in time. It's not going to happen overnight. It could take years. It could take a few months. It took me a long time to get out of domestic violence. Eight years. It's been a roller coaster. That's how I can describe it. It's, it's a lot better now. My life is better. I've got my dog. I've got a nice house. I've got everything I wanted. Now, my future 
is more relaxed and I feel a lot better in myself. And I didn't think it would get better. I thought I'm just going to be stuck in this circle, just like my mum. And I'm just going to keep going round and round and round and things won't change. But I worked at it. I worked hard and I've had help. It just changes your whole mental state when you've got support around you. Um, people who understand where you're coming from. I'm happy with what I've achieved over the last few years. Hopefully I'll have a better future. And when my kids get older, they can come and say, look, my mum done well and I'm proud of her. Thanks so much, Beth. You should feel really proud of everything you've achieved and really appreciate you telling us about your experiences and how you want to use them to help other women who've been through the same thing as well. Thank you so much to Beth and Felicia for your time and talking to us about your experience. Thanks as well for being part of the first ever Pause podcast episode. Hopefully this episode will help raise awareness of women's experiences of trauma and stigma and the difference that Pause has made to their lives. Pause and Listen will be back soon with another episode. But in the meantime, if you want to find out more about Pause, just go to pause.org.uk or find us on Twitter at pause.org. You can subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And until next time, goodbye.